0: This month of December, I am preaching from Isaiah 40 the whole month. Today, we are looking at the first two verses of Isaiah 40, verses that may be familiar or verses that certainly you have heard before in your life. Isaiah 40 is sort of the... the turning point in the book of Isaiah, and the book of Isaiah speaks to a time when the people of God were being driven into exile and then captured and taken into Babylonian exile, and then how God dealt with them and how God would later deliver them from the time of exile. It opens with verse 1 in which The commentaries tell us that this is God speaking to the heavenly host, to the angels and to the cherubim and the seraphim and to all who are gathered within the throne room of God, a picture that is painted in the book of Revelation in its images of the worship of God in heaven. And we read these words. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. May God bless the reading and hearing of these two verses from the 40th chapter of Isaiah. My sermon this morning is entitled, Comfort My People. If God ever had wanted to give up on a people, he could have given up on the Jews. He could have given up on this group that he had set apart and called his own. He could have just said, I will do something different. I will find me another people because they had been a rebellious people. Their kings had not always followed the dictates, the laws, the statutes, the worship of God. They had done a great many things to compromise the faith and to do other things that did not point to the worship of God, but to the worship of a lot of other idols and false gods. And in the end, God allowed for the armies of the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar to overcome the country of Judea, And to lay siege and to capture the city of Jerusalem, wherein the temple of God that had been built by Solomon, son of King David, had been torn down and destroyed, and the whole city left in rubble. And the people that survived, anyone of royalty, any of the priests, any who had skills, any of the artisans, any of those who had something that could contribute to the empire of the Babylonians, they were taken away. And they went out. And what was left in the city were the poorest of the poor, and the dead, the old, and the sick. For 80 some odd years, the Jewish people were in exile in Babylon. But God raised up in Persia an emperor called Cyrus, And that Cyrus would one day defeat the Babylonians, and having defeated them, he would allow the Jewish people, those who wanted to, to return to Jerusalem. And this is where Isaiah picks up. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. You know, to be comforted is one of the most basic needs of human life. Each and every one of us (coughs) has had time or times in our life when I or you or someone we love has needed to be comforted. A newborn baby, when that baby comes into the world, that baby is totally dependent upon its mother, its father, its family. It must be comforted when it cries. It must be comforted when it is hungry. It must be comforted after it's been baptized. We need that. And instead of God giving up on his people, he says, Comfort. Comfort my people. Speak tenderly to them. Tell them that the hard part of their distress is over. Oh, we need to hear that. We need to hear that and to understand it. In his book, God's Hostage, Andrew Brunson writes that when he finally received his Bible after being in prison in Turkey for several weeks, when he was finally able to receive his Bible, he says its words were comforting. It was just wonderful. There was strength in having it. I was made stronger. I was comforted by having the word of God in my possession, in my hands. We needed that. This morning, at 3 o'clock in the morning, Brody's great-grandfather, Grandpa Pete, died at Methodist University Hospital from complications of old age, Alzheimer's, other things. His grandson, Bart, who was on duty Working as the, he's the head nurse in the ER on the weekends at night at Methodist University. There at his side. Comforting his grandfather, his wife, Nancy. Standing there in the presence of God placed him where he needed to be. We all are in need of being comforted because life is hard. Life is difficult. We hear these words of the prophet, they are perhaps the most powerful words. That Isaiah speaks. Comfort, comfort my people. When we baptized Harper and Magnolia this morning, there is comfort in that. Comfort in the fact that those of us who are older in the faith see yet another generation being baptized. We remember our own baptism or how we were baptized as babies, as children, and our parents, and how much of a comfort that was to their parents and their grandparents. That the faith is passed on from generation to generation in the face of a world that seems so often out of control. The old Christmas carol, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, written by Longfellow so long ago in the early 1830s. Still, the world hasn't changed, but the Word of God is still there. The words of the prophet still offer hope and promise. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. We all need that. There is comfort in hearing the faith reaffirmed by our recollection together of our own baptisms, of saying together the Apostles' Creed and being reminded of the great articles of the faith. There is comfort when we gather on Sunday mornings to worship the Almighty God, and whether we are few or great in number, there is comfort because we are worshiping the Lord, the maker of all things and the sustainer of all life. It is the stress of life for individuals, for families, for communities, for nations, and for the world. Comfort is needed. And not just the arm around the shoulder, not just the gentle hug, not just the I will pray for you, not just the shedding of a tear, but comfort is much more. Comfort is knowing and hearing again the promise of God who sent his son into the world, who did marvelous things, who healed the sick, made the blind to see, caused the lame to walk, drove and fought the evil spirits, Taught as if no one else in the world had ever taught in such a way. But even dying on the cross, uttering these words, Father, do not hold this against them. Comforting the dying thief on his side who asked to be remembered. It is in that faith. It is in that realization. It is in that grace that God dispenses to us through his son Jesus Christ that is the greatest of all things that comforts people. It is that that helps us to endure the death of those we love. It is that that helps us endure the tragedies of life. It is that that helps us to get through those times when we do not know with any certainty what tomorrow holds. But we know who holds us. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. Over this course of our lives, over its many years, there are many different things that will challenge us and perplex us. Things that cause us heartache things that drive us literally mad, things that will make us angry, things that will make us guilty, things that will change how we look at others. And yet, the promise, the word to us is that God has us. That when we confess that faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that God never abandons us, never walks away, but comforts us and sustains us through it all. Comfort is needed As it says here, sin is atoned, grace is poured out, forgiveness is given, reconciliation is had, and the people of God, so long ago, who thought perhaps God had abandoned them, God calls them home. God affirms His love for them. In our lives, this time of year can be especially daunting. It's not the decorating, it's not the gift giving or figuring out. The older we get, it is the memories and the experiences and the realities of life that begin to pile up during this time of year. That I will not be with a particular person because of distance. Maybe even death. I will be perhaps by myself. I will be with family, but not all. I remember this is when my father died. This is when my mother got sick. This is when my daughter got divorced. This is when my son got his news. This is when I lost my job. This is when all of life seemed to cave on in on me. And it is there. It is there in that weight It is there when we seem like we are covered up and that we might just turn over and die. That we need to hear anew the words of the prophet and to be reminded. Again, of the promises of God and how God loves and comforts us. <clears throat> this month of December, we will look at other words from this fortieth chapter. And we will hear how God has loved his people. Thanks be to God, who each and every day brings comfort to all those who love him and who call upon his name. Amen.